I know you saw the thumbnail. I know you saw the title and you're thinking to yourself, no way is Jim Cornette or Eric Bischoff going to be part of AEW anytime soon. But we're going to play a little hypothetical situation here. If Tony Khan were to hire either Jim Cornette or Eric Bischoff as a consultant to help AEW with the ratings and the product of AEW, who would be a better fit? We debate it next on the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, hypothetically speaking, if Tony Khan were to hire one of these as a consultant, who do you got? Well, in my mind, the, the correct answer, the only answer has to be Eric Bischoff. Now, I obviously am a fan of much of the criticism that Jim Cornette will sometimes give to AEW. And I think sometimes it is fair criticism. Sometimes I think it's a little over the top. But at the end of the day, I think that he's certainly entitled to his opinion. And I think that he has a really good uh, mind for the business. But sometimes I feel like his guidance comes from more of what he sees in the ring and not necessarily exactly what's going to get AEW to where it wants to be. And here's what I mean by that. AEW right now is is certainly the number two wrestling promotion in the United States. I don't think anybody's going to debate that right now. WWE is still number one. They are trending in the right direction. They are trying to grow their audience. So there's a, there's a little bit of change of management in terms of who's uh, running the uh, the cable network that oversees the show that they, they're running. So when it comes to that stuff, I think Eric Bischoff has to be the guy. He's got the experience. He's been involved in wrestling in the last, what, I would say 20 years where maybe Jim Cornette hasn't necessarily been what I would consider active, at least in like a prominent backstage role, whether it was like TNA or, um, you know, WWE. So I, I think with Eric Bischoff, he's rubbed elbows with higher, higher, um, more prominent people in the TV network industry. And I think that he can be the guy that can give Tony the guidance that he needs to kind of get them over the hump. All right, I could see where you're coming at here, being someone that works in the television industry myself. Eric Bischoff definitely will have the upper edge on Jim Cornette when it comes to talking to executives of cable networks and high-end broadcasting networks and the likes, you know, to grow AEW past just a niche male 18 to 49 American uh, audience. I think Jim Cornette would definitely serve better when it comes to the on-screen product. A lot of the things that... Jim Cornette has criticized in the past, especially at the beginning of AEW, you kind of have to admit he was right. There were some things that they stopped doing, maybe coincidentally, or that Tony Khan actually listens to Jim Cornette's podcast, and he did. Primarily, for example, we need to get guys like Joey Janela and Marco Stunt off of AEW programming. Neither one is getting their contract renewed. I know a lot of people in the IWC do not like Jim Cornette. I think he is overly criticizing AEW all the time on his podcast. But those that actually listen to his podcast know he does give his praise to AEW when it's warranted in his mind. And there are times where he criticizes AEW a lot of the times when most people will criticize the same things. But let it not fool you that Tony Khan thinks of Jim Cornette as a influence of his as a booker. In fact, you could look it up and find quotes of him saying how much of an influence Jim Cornette is and the whole forbidden door that everyone wants to praise Tony Khan for. Guess where he got that idea from? Jim Cornette. Having a guy like him telling him, listen, you need to do this differently. You need to do that differently. This was good, but we could tweak it just a little bit. 
I think Tony Khan would listen to him more than a guy like Eric Bischoff just telling him, look, you're under a million viewers. You got to change something. Okay. What? Yeah, and I, I think that that's the crossroads that AEW is at right now. Because for starters, I don't know if we truly know how big their fan base truly is. I mean, we know that they get a certain amount of individuals who tune into Dynamite each week. And it's anywhere between, let's say, mm-hmm. 900,000 to a little over a million. That's that's realistically what they're going to get for the viewership until they find the next big star or there's a major storyline or something happens where that goes past that 1 million viewership or beyond it. I think a big part of that is because, you know, the whole pandemic happened. They weren't doing live shows. If you look at WWE, people were criticizing WWE for how long in terms of the lack of viewership, the decrease in viewership. And look what they just did with WrestleMania. So Mm -hmm. I don't think that TV numbers are a great way to kind of project how popular your your content or your show truly is. I think it's a combination of things. I think that's one of them, but also ticket sales. You know, can AEW legitimately sell out 20, 30,000 seats? Eh, probably. Can they sell out a stadium? Uh, I'm not so sure about that, but can they get there? I think they can. The problem is how many pro wrestling fans are there out there that aren't currently tuning into Dynamite? or AEW content. I'm not sure how big that fan base is. With Mm -hmm. Eric Bischoff kind of giving him guidance, I think that's the right person because I think Eric Bischoff has a much better understanding for, one, social media, social media interaction. He's more hip to that, whereas Jim Cornette, he openly kind of mocks things like that, especially like if you look at, by comparison, WWE, with the way that they've utilized celebrities and things of that nature, especially at WrestleMania. So while Jim Cornette would frown upon AW or other wrestling promotions doing like something like that because you know he doesn't view it as as traditional or something that you know wrestling companies should be doing. Eric Bischoff understands the importance of that, and I think that's what AW needs to do right now. They need to find their ground and determine: okay, are we going to go this route all in on just this pro wrestling approach? Which you know I think they're certainly more pro wrestling than sports entertainment. But Eric Bischoff might be able to give them that other side and, and you know, maybe give them some suggestions that will kind of lean them a little more towards the entertainment thing, which might grow their audience. And I know that's not exactly what the AW hardcore fan base wants to hear. But at the same time, you know, do you want to continue to grow? Do you want to continue to keep some of your larger stars under contract? The only way you do that is by growing your brand. How do you keep an MJF and a John Moxley right. other than making more money to pay those guys? It's easy to say, oh, you know, he could do this, he could do that. But what suggestions can Eric Bischoff really give that Jim Cornette cannot? Jim Cornette has years and years and years of experience as a booker, as a manager, as a commentator. Like he's seen almost every angle of professional wrestling, including as a fan and as a podcaster. He sees it, he sees it from every single angle. And listen, Bischoff is in that same boat. He is a, a former commentator. He's a former on-screen entertainer. He's a former booker and stuff like that. Cornette just has that wealth of knowledge and that historian approach that I think even Tony Khan would appreciate. And there are some things that even like, oh, I know some people say that Cornette will only cater to the 50-plus demographic. Well, what do you think the dog collar match yeah. was? You know, that was originally built during the territory days of Greg the Hammer Valentine and Roddy Piper, which actually played into the storyline with CM Punk and and, uh, MJF. The other thing, he is a big fan of CM Punk. And I think right now CM Punk is the face of AEW. 
just hiring him as a consultant for how can we make CM Punk the biggest star in pro wrestling today? I don't think it's any coincidence that the guys that are truly having the best storylines, the best promos, the most intriguing uh, personalities, your Brian Danielsons, your CM Punks, guys like that who truly are already, you know, understanding of who they are and the direction that the show should be going. Those guys don't necessarily need a booker or somebody like writing them a script and handing that to them and saying, hey, go do well, I'm this. I'm not saying that either. Some of the younger guys. I'm not saying that either, but just well, I know, the but, story so, to get to the matches that, you know, like MJF and CM Punk, we both agree was a great storyline, but then what happens next with CM Punk? What happens next with MJF? It wouldn't be bad just to listen to Jim Cornette, someone that Tony Khan has idolized growing up as a wrestling fan. So let me go back to what I said at the, the start of this whole thing. I said that a lot of times when I listen to the crit the criticism that Jim Cornette will will give about the match in a the matches in AEW or the feuds in AEW, it comes from more of like an insider perspective. And of course it does, because the, as you pointed out, the guy has all these years of of knowledge. And I think that it's more than fair. The problem is the fans perceive a match or an angle or anything really different than somebody as an insider is he's an insider who's giving his insight after all of these years of of coaching and promoting and booking and all of that stuff. When he says things like they started the match by hot shotting it or he threw him off the ropes the wrong way or, you know, they went to whatever, whatever it may be, like the things that are actually happening between the ropes, the intricacies of the moves and all of that type of stuff. His feet were out of position. A fan's not going to notice that stuff. If you're a wrestler, yes, of course you're going to. So while I think it's fair criticism, the fan, the fans are blind to some of that stuff that he's talking about. So when it comes to strictly booking matches and teaching and stuff like that, I think Jim Cornette has all, so much knowledge and all of that stuff that he'd be able to provide to the guys there in the ring. But I think that they already have people backstage there that can already offer that. I mean, look at William Regal. He worked for how many years with NXT? I already mentioned CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. They can give some insight to the younger guys. And I think they already are. We already see it with, with Wheeler Yuta. He's a guy that I've been so critical of. But right now, he's being put in a position where, you know, he's been elevated over the past couple of weeks. With Eric Bischoff, this is where I think he can actually offer the most wealth of knowledge to a guy like Tony Khan. Because Tony Khan, as successful as AEW is, sometimes he's his own worst enemy. His use of Twitter, he's really got to kind of relax with that. The way that he tweets certain things, he goes at certain fans, the way he feels he needs to defend himself, the people that he doesn't owe an explanation to. If he books something wrong, if the wrong decision is made, okay, learn from it and move on. Don't go on Twitter and explain it to somebody. Like, if I were to tweet at Tony Khan and he responded, I'd, I'd be shocked because I don't use Twitter all that much and I don't have that many followers. He doesn't owe an explanation to me specifically and re needs, you know, and he, he will go out of his way to do that with certain fans. The other thing, you know, this using this past week of Dynamite as an example, where the lights went out and they debuted, um, I, honestly, I don't even know the guy's name, but it certainly fell flat. The promoting, the constant use of a major announcement, all these types of things. A guy like Eric Bischoff, who for everybody that is going to offer this as a criticism is actually the best strength that he can offer Tony Khan. He can go to Tony Khan and say, look, I ran WCW. These are the things that I did that didn't work. And this is what I learned from it. Jim Cornette, you know, he comes across as maybe somebody who's a little stuck in his ways and a little stubborn. He will not admit he's wrong. Maybe I don't know the guy, but that's just how I perceive him based on the way that I, I've 
listen to his podcast with Eric Bischoff. This is a guy that literally almost put Vince McMahon out of business. He's not a bad guy to have in the room because of the wealth of knowledge he has for not just the wrestling industry, but his understanding of social media and media in general. The fact that he can go to Tony Khan if Tony Khan has an idea and he's like, hey, Eric, let me run this by you. And he's like, ah, you know what? Why didn't you try it this way? Because we tried to do it this way. And you know what? This is what I learned from it. That's the type of stuff that he can offer because everybody's always saying, oh, well, Eric Bischoff, you drove WCW into the ground. He almost drove WWE into the ground. That, let's not overlook that. I mean, the guy did have success. Peaks and valleys happen in business and his peak was about as high as you can get. And unfortunately, they're not here right now, but it's not like the guy had all that success by accident. So that's the type of stuff I think that Tony Khan needs. And that's the type of knowledge that I think he'd be able to utilize in his favor uh, to try and get AEW to grow as, a, as an industry and also just somebody to kind of lean on. So that way, Tony is not necessarily tweeting certain things or making bad decisions. Like every time somebody debuts, let's let's kill the lights. It's like, come on, man, really? We're going to do this again? Right. No, I, I get what you're saying. And I think the people that say Eric Bischoff drove WCW to the ground, I think, are misinformed because Eric Bischoff was really not the guy that killed WCW. It was behind the stage, all these guys having creative control and Turner, you know, merging with AOL and hemorrhaging money left and right. Bischoff, the businessman, might have killed WCW, but but maybe Bischoff, the guy that was running WCW, Nitro, not so much. So I'll give you that. Where AEW wants to go and the brand that they want to be and this whole pro wrestling versus sports entertainment thing. Jim Cornette, I think, agrees a lot in the approach of AEW where they want to be pro wrestling more than sports entertainment, even though you and I both agree they're one and the same. They are the same thing. Yeah. I know people want to say they're different. They're really not. When you have guys like CM Punk and Brian Danielson and now Samoa Joe and all these guys that came from Ring of Honor, Jim Cornette worked at Ring of Honor. So don't you think like, you know, he could bring that wealth of knowledge. Hey, this is what worked at Ring of Honor. If you want to bring Ring of Honor technically to the mainstream, this is what, how you got to do it. This is how you get that new up and comer to a star like we did at this place where Bischoff, I don't think can do that because he never had. Can I ask you something? Go ahead. Do you agree with the fact or the, the comment I made earlier about Wheeler Yuta now being certainly more over than he was a couple of weeks ago? Yes. And I think they're booking him right right now. And the follow up with him winning that match uh, on Rampage definitely helps follow up the match they had with Boxley. How about Darby Allen? Is he a guy, a young up and comer who wasn't necessarily a well-known guy prior to the formation of AEW? Yes, I would agree with that. How about any of the how about any of the four pillars? Yeah, they they were all unknowns before heading into okay. AEW. So, I am going to give you this because I, I it's not even debatable. Jim Cornette, as far as like his insight for what will happen in the ring and his ability to teach the wrestlers the right way to work a match and all that stuff, hands down is going to offer more uh, much greater wealth of knowledge than Eric Bischoff ever will. Mm -hmm. Where else does he trump Eric Bischoff? In my mind, I watched Dynamite this past week and I felt like there's always going to be matches that I watch in AEW just because there's a certain style that they're going to work where I can I'll criticize it and I'll side with Jim Cornette and I'll be like, yeah, I really I'm not sure if I really like that. But a majority of the stuff that I watch in AEW, I'm certainly enjoying more so than WWE. So if they're doing better in ring already, is that really where the focus should be? Right. I, I, I'm, I agree with you. That's not where the focus really should be. It's there's no problem with Tony Khan 
in how he books matches. He books, you know, great pairings and has great matches week in and week out on Dynamite, Rampage, pay-per-views, whatever. I think where sometimes it lacks is that reason to have those matches. And I think that's where Jim Cornette really brings in the value of bringing in the storylines to help elevate these unknowns where, you know, we have Minoru Suzuki versus Samoa Joe for the world TV title, Ring of Honor TV title. Okay, yeah. we kind of know Samoa Joe from WWE, but still, like, unless you follow New Japan Pro Wrestling, who the hell is Minoru Suzuki? And yeah. yep. that there, you know, Jim Cornette can kind of shed a light to be like, listen, here's how you make Minoru Suzuki look credible for when Samoa Joe beats him. It actually makes sense and like is a big thing other than oh my god the fans know who Minoru Suzuki is he happens to have a title and now Samoa Joe just happens to won that belt that's where I think Cornette can really help and and I get that and I agree with everything just about everything you just said now here's here's where we differ I think that and I've always said that the number one goal of AEW and Tony Khan should always be growth getting their getting their product to more eyes growing their their fan base reaching 2 million, 3 million, how many, however many viewers it needs, creating something like a WrestleMania. Because, you know, whether people want to say it was a good show, a bad show, Vince McMahon kind of showed his, his business savvy once again and just showed that, look, you guys are debating viewership over here. Right now, we're in a world where impressions and social media matters. And I'm going to use these, uh, these celebrities to my advantage. And look, it was, it was a major successful show for them not just in ring but just in general i don't think that they need another wrestling mind in the room at AEW. i don't because i think that the show is good enough where their fans are willing to look past whatever shortcomings they may have in the ring storylines yes i agree their storylines can be better i think they need somebody with more of a business savvy somebody with more of a business mindset because when you if you wanted to compare that to wwe People can be critical of the WWE if they want, but when you look at what they've done with Nick Khan there, that's the type of presence, that's the type of mindset that I think that AEW can have in their corner with a with an Eric Bischoff, especially if it's like, look, if it's if Tony Khan has an idea that's bad, he's certainly going to need somebody to challenge him. And I think that Eric Bischoff will be able to do that in a professional way and offer the criticism like, hey, try it this way. Whereas, you know, Jim Cornette might just tell him, you know, kick bricks, this sucks. I don't want to be a part of it. I think they need somebody who can have that business savvy that to, to be a compliment to, to uh, Tony Khan because, you know, as successful as they have been, Tony Khan is still very young in the wrestling industry. So I think adding somebody like an Eric Bischoff would be more beneficial long term from a business perspective, more so than Jim Cornette. You might be onto something there. But I still think Cornette might be more valuable. But let us know in the comments what you guys think. Hypothetically speaking. Paul Levesque. Yeah, that's never going to happen. I know never say <laughs> never, but really that's never going to happen. But let us know in the comments who you think would be more beneficial as a consultant for AEW, Jim Cornette or Eric Bischoff. Don't forget to share us all over social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SCPB Podcast. Subscribe. We'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Cycle Babble.